I think it's going to be more in line with the new year, right? Really want people to really think about the opportunity. And, and I want to say something about the new year before we get out of here, Sonny. Mm-hmm. All right. You're always going to have these people that are going to want to have something to say about you, right? And I agree. I think the new me, new you shit is fucking played out, right? I think that too many people say it because of the nostalgia that it brings to our brain, the idea of it, but we never really want to put that shit in motion, right? We never want to hold ourselves accountable or do the work to get there. Just saying it at the beginning of the year is enough for us, mm-hmm. right? Which is the same way that I feel about people talking about what they want to do and what they want to accomplish. Like I feel, I feel for those people because just talking about it is enough for them. And I think that not only do you need to talk about it, but you need to pursue it. Right. And that's across the board. But when it comes to like New Year's resolutions, don't let anybody piss on your parade, man. I think the New Year is a good opportunity to self-reflect and it's a good way to shift things if things aren't going in the right direction for you. You'll see online right around this time of the year. Here we go with this New Year, new me shit. (laughs) Don't let them discourage you, bro. You know, and with that being said, it doesn't mean that everything that you do for yourself, like if you tell yourself, well, you know what? I want to I want to be I want to be closer to my mom. I want to be closer to my family. I want to work out more. I want to be a better boyfriend. I want to be a better son. doesn't mean you have to go and post that on social media. You can very well decide to pursue those things and not have to broadcast it, for one. But if you choose to broadcast it, don't let anybody piss in your parade. Because it's always a good opportunity, I think, to, to either look at things that could change or just be thankful. Right. Sometimes we've already done that work and it's not so much a transitional period for us, but it's like, man, like I'm just happy that I'm here. It's a good opportunity to look back, reflect and be thankful as well. So whatever it is for you, let it be that. But don't let nobody discourage you, man, from from growth. Right. And and personal fulfillment, man. Fuck these haters. All right. That's my TED talk. Thanks for coming. About to burst into flames. So much positivity. So here we go. Sir, welcome back. No stone unturned. Happy New Year. Back like we never left. Cynical's Mary Poppins, my guy. God damn, it's it's becoming a habit, isn't it? Like two, three months between episodes. Listen, we have a we have a loyal following, man, and we can't thank them enough. I just realized it though. I realized it before we we got on. I was looking at the last episode, um, <laughs> and it was from before, right before Christmas. It was the floating episode we dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did drop that. A couple weeks ago, just to give people a little, little nugget, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were thoughtful in that sense. True that. Were we not? We're always thoughtful. We know you missed us. Happy fucking New Year. Yo, couple things happened the last time we were on the podcast, little floater floater. We talked about Thanksgiving and how great that was. I told everybody, stay tuned for Christmas. We brought you the lechon. We brought you the rice and beans. Mm. We brought you the homemade mojo. We brought you the Maduros. I saw all the photos. And that's right. Yours truly cooked it. Cue the applause. <laughs> Cue the fucking applause. Did you have any help or did you cook it all by yourself? Nah, bro. I'm a real one, bro. <laughs> did that shit all alone. Listen to me. I've watched Beat Bobby Flay. 
and Chopped and every fucking season of Top Chef since season one. All right? There's like fucking 17 seasons, so you put it together. A season a year, motherfuckers. I watched enough, man. I know what I got to do. Nah, but it, people, the, the peeps seemed to like it, which was, you know, the most important thing. So do you enjoy cooking? I'm a foodie, man. I enjoy... Eating. I en- No, I enjoy cooking. I do enjoy cooking. I just enjoy food, and, I, and I'm not one of those people that just enjoys the eating portion of it. I equally enjoy the cooking portion of it. I find a lot of parallels between music and food. When you go and you fucking eat a plate that was well thought out, it's harmonious, man. It'll take you on a journey. When you go to fine dining restaurants and you, you know, you spend a little money, right? The chefs have a certain way that they want you to eat the food because they want to take you on a journey. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's pouring in a broth once you're ready to consume the plate versus a broth already coming with it, for example, right? Mm-hmm. They'll have it on the side. And when you're ready, you'll pour it in just so it's nice and fresh. Nothing is soggy. And boom, you experience that the way they want you to experience it, right? So when you get to that level of food, it's really fucking cool, man. It really is. And I really find the, the the parallels, again, between music and food to the point that there's going to be a Contra kitchen. What? That's right. Contra is going to... Look, Contra is a movement, bro. It's not just us getting up there and playing instruments, man. It's a putting more of an effort to save the fine arts in schools, right? Because we all came from that environment. I always talk to the guys about using the platform for more than just playing, right? So it's fucking doing humanitarian work, digging wells, helping people that need to walk two miles every morning for fresh water that can't go to school because of it because they don't have a fresh water source. So anytime that I talk to somebody about coming into the band, I want to see where they're at with that. Because although I can have that vision for us, if that doesn't align with you as a person, then this isn't the, the place for you. And I say that to say this, again, the vision is Contra Kitchen, right? Even having a restaurant, having an experience where you can come in, you can enjoy music, and then there's actually a cooking portion as well, as well, whether it be kind of DIY or maybe you sitting in front of somebody and them kind of doing it right, like a one-on-one experience, them cooking the dish in front of you, something along those lines where we're really blending those two things because, again, when it's done right, man, it really is harmonious. So That sounds like a pretty novel idea. That's like I, something like that exists already? No. Where you mix all that together? No, no, no. That's the brain, bro. That's the vision for Contra. This is breaking news, people. Contra is the trunk, man. But then there's different branches within that. And it's the humanitarian work. It's branding. It's marketing. But let's do Contra Kitchen, too. Let's bring that out there. Let's, let's really make sure that they feel the experience. And as I mature, not mature, but mature... Yeah, man, a nice glass of wine, a nice meal, good conversation. That shit intrigues me more, man. I'm so over the club and, and party scene. A good fucking old-fashioned, some good conversation, man. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like it, bro. So, Contra Kitchen, man. It reminds me, uh, you, you the way you describe it reminds me of a word for that in German. It's called Genisa. Okay. Someone who, who just enjoys whatever it is, whether it's wine or food or whatever you mm. you you enjoy it as you consume it yes i think we just got the title for this for this episode potentially i won't i won't pressure you there sitting (laughs) potentially not bad not bad now that i heard all that i realize i'm i'm definitely not a foodie (laughs) (laughs) miami has some great spots as far as food yeah i know i know i know i i don't like cooking i don't like i mean i'll do it but i don't like enjoy it i don't look forward to it you know i enjoy cooking with my person man i enjoy cooking with my significant other Mm. I know that's weird, you know, and maybe some people think no. that's corny. Why? But I like that, yeah. When we come together and we do something uh, for dinner, something like that. Because for me, it's the moment, right? So if I'm able to just kind of be a third person or a fly in the room, it's us crushing the garlic together. It's that. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the dish, but it's a... The experience. You know, something different for us to do, the experience, the memory of it, right? So the Hello Fresh and the Blue Apron... Mm-hmm. Those meals that they send you all the ingredients you need, but you just have to follow the instructions and, and make it has really changed the game for me, bro. Because all you need to do is follow fucking directions, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to be a five star chef. And then inevitably you pick things up because we save all the menus. We have fucking at least 100 menus here, bro. That's at least 100 meals that we've gotten. You're going to pick things up along the way. All you need to do is follow <laughs> fucking instructions. Yeah. So it's really easy. It's really easy for anybody to do it at this point, you know, with, with all the resources we have. I know we've been talking about food for a long time, but yeah, man. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. I got something else to tell the people, Cynic. <sighs> I've joined the dark side, man. The dark side. Are we talking vaccine dark side? I'm vaxxed. <laughs> I was just chipping away, people. I was just chipping away Listen, every episode, little by little, little. I knew I'd get them eventually. For my people out there, I've let you down and I'm sorry. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I did it, man. I did it because I just feel like I see where this is going. I try to hold off as much as I can, but I know that it's going to be a situation where they're not going to allow us to do anything if you don't have that fucking job. Now, one thing I will say is this. I got the Johnson & Johnson, the one that's supposed to kill me. Yep, I did that one. Two reasons. One, because I'm a fucking bull. I got this. (laughs) <laughs> two is the less you put in me, the better I see. Right? I if I got to choose between one job or two, give me the one. One thing that I will not do is the following. I'm not getting a fucking booster. Don't don't say that now because you're going to have to go back on it. Here's my thing, bro. I'm waiting for them to tell me, oh, the Johnson & Johnson you took in December is, is no longer valid. If you want to travel now, you got to have the booster. I'm waiting for them to fucking tell me that, kid. I'm waiting for them to tell me that. And then you're going to be like, all right, I'm done traveling. You don't understand, bro. Johnson & Johnson is supposed to be like, the side effects on that are supposed to be crazy. Like People really, <laughs> they're like, yo, because it's one shot, like it's fucking horrible. I did not feel sick the next day. I just felt really tired. I slept the majority of the day and I can feel my body fighting that virus. And although, thankfully, I didn't feel sick. Or sickly, the fact that I was so fatigued upset me because I knew I did that to myself. And I understand how science works. I understand we need the antibodies. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But my hand was forced. My hand was forced. But I got my Vax card now, cynic. <laughs> I'm ready for my trip in the summer, cynic. And I'm waiting for these motherfuckers to tell me, well, it's not valid anymore. You actually need a booster to be able to fly and go anywhere that you want to go. It's going to happen. Bro, like, come on. How many shots do they want to put in us, man? It's already happened here. It's already... <laughs> what? <laughs> so if you don't have a booster, you can't go out in public? You can, of course. You can't go to restaurants or... Well, they they recently oh, they recently it. updated it Fuck to go to restaurants and I think concerts and things like that. But restaurants are, are definitely included in there. You need to have, I don't remember the exact rules, but... You just need to be fully vaxxed. You need to be fully vaxxed, but before fully vaxxed meant you got both vaccinations. If you got the, you know, anything but the Johnson & Johnson. Or if the Johnson & Johnson, you got the one shot. Now, fully vaxxed means you got the booster. Fuck out of here. So, if you got the, the, the two shots or the one shot, if you got Johnson & Johnson, and it's been more than, I think it's five months here... Then you're no longer considered fully vaxxed. <laughs> Yo, I'm never going to see you guys. <laughs> Fuck the world. I'm fucking dying in the States. Fuck the bullshit, bro. I'm done. I'm done, bro. Fuck it. They win. But they're not putting anything else in me. They're, they're not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt, but they're not doing it. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that there's uh, some family members on my wife's side who who are um, anti anti um i don't know if they're anti-vax per se but definitely anti this vaccination and they refuse to get it tell them to fight the good fight and now they're suffering the consequences now they can't do stuff with the you know they used to go on family trips they used to be able to go here go there they can't do a lot of things anymore because they they're not vaccinated at all because they're afraid that they're gonna grow a third arm or something like that yeah that's like what i heard I get them. I've been walking funny ever since. No, you haven't. No, I haven't. Let me not even say that. Let me tell you one thing, bro. I never get headaches. And I got a headache a few days ago, and I knew it was that fucking vaccine. I'm just going to tell you that. And let me tell you another mind fuck. So the lady giving me the vaccine, I asked her, which one did you take? The Johnson & Johnson or the Pfizer? She goes, oh, no, I took the Pfizer. <laughs> As she's cleaning my arm, about to give me the J J. I'm like, this is a comforting feeling. <laughs> she's like, oh, I don't fuck with that J. I don't fuck with this J J, baby. Nah, after that Pfizer, baby. <laughs> I saved this shit for everybody else. It's for the birds, bro. This is why we got it. It's left over. Nobody wanted it. Well, congratulations. Whatever. Uh, on doing your civic duty. Another thing I wanted to bring up. Um, last, <laughs> last episode, uh, we touched on ASMR. Oh. And ASMR actually does stand for something. Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it stands for. Damn. So you got the fun fact today, apparently. Because that's definitely a fact. That's a nugget. That's a nugget. I'm not stealing your shine, my man. But I wanted to address it because when we spoke about it last episode, I defined it. I couldn't actually find the um, definition for it. And then I couldn't let it go. So I kept searching and I found it. I'm glad you brought it up because I looked it up as well afterwards and I couldn't find it. So I thought, damn, maybe there really isn't a definition for this shit. I got you, baby. We in here. Sehr gut. Sehr gut. Yeah, sir. Before we move on, man, um, how was your how was your Christmas? Can we talk about that, or how was your holiday? <laughs> nah, man, come with that bullshit. 
It's Christmas. You know how it is, man. Like, I've learned in corporate America, when you're dealing with people, you're dealing with clients, you never say Merry uh, Christmas. You say Happy Holidays. But for New Year's, everybody celebrates New Year, except I guess if you're Chinese, you have a different New Year. But is it okay to say Happy New Year? Or is that a, whoa, 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 hey, depends where you come from. <laughs> it's like, what do you say nowadays when I'm fucking offending you somebody? You never know, so. yo. Some, I think, isn't it the Chinese? Don't their New Year start at a different time? Yeah, so I'm uh, saying, with the exception yeah. with them, that it's a whole... Because you'll hear, oh, Happy New Year, like in March or something. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just say Merry Christmas. Or, or Happy, or whatever it was. You're a savage. Happy New Year. You don't say Happy Holidays, bro? No. <laughs> what if they're not Christian, though? Well, because, look, the, the way I see it is, if we're... Let's say we're at work, yeah, and it's Christmas time. So we're seeing each other for the last time before we go off on break, mm-hmm. right? Because you're off. We're all off. Like, you can be whatever you are, but you're working here, so you get Christmas off. So, what should I say to you? Like, happy break or what? It's Christmas. That's the purpose of your time off. You don't get a Christmas break. You get a break for the holidays. Uh, If you look at the calendar, it says Christmas Eve and it says Christmas Day. The work calendar? Or, like, the calendar you got at the pharmacy? The calendar that everyone else uses. I don't know. Well, maybe my work calendar says it too. I have to check it. I don't know. But what holidays uh, is it referring to? Kwanzaa? Or what it the fuck? It could be Hanukkah. It could be whatever, bro. It doesn't have to be Christmas. I'm not even a religious person, but... If you're Middle Eastern, you're not saying Merry Christmas. No, but you're going to take the days off, right? Because it's because of Christmas. <laughs> we ain't going to complain about it, but don't tell me Merry Christmas. I'll take the days off, but don't did you dare tell me Merry Christmas. Nah, I mean, I might say enjoy your time off or something, but I don't go out of my way to say happy holidays. Nah, <laughs> Listen, Merry Christmas is two words. Happy holidays is two words, bro. Come on, stop being an ass. But it's not natural, <laughs> is it? Because when you grow up hearing and saying Merry Christmas, you have to make an extra effort to ta- to change that to happy holidays. Well, I did that a long time ago. So that's why for me, well, I guess it's different. That's your fault. Yeah. Well, they make you, bro. You got to be politically correct. You don't want to offend the client and lose his business because you said Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Where does it end? It's the Matrix just training me, man. Where does it end? Form or die. (laughs) That's what it is. Speaking of the Matrix, have you watched the new Matrix? No, I've not. Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe we can talk about it next week if you have some time. I know you've been busy, though. I'm waiting on my um, son to catch up on the old Matrix. Matrices. (laughs) Yes. Before we watch the latest one. Plural. But, yeah, we haven't had a chance to, so... I know I'm dating myself here, and I know for some of you millennials, it's just like, it looks like John Wick in a <laughs> in a patent leather movie, which was the joke that I had is the movie, not to give too much away, and again, we can address it once you watch it, but it'll give you clips of the first one. It'll show you the actual mm-hmm. footage for the first one. This movie's very, it's not what you think it would be. It's very different, right? Yeah, but if you just come to it with an open mind, it's worth the watch. But I, I bring that up because you notice how young Keanu is in that fucking first Matrix. Mm. It's insane. You think of Keanu in Speed, and you know that he was very young there. Him and Sandra Bullock, right? Mm. But you think of him in The Matrix, you're like, all right, he was a little further along, but it shouldn't be that far off. You see him in part one, and then you see him now, you're like, that's John Wick. <laughs> that ain't Keanu, bro. <laughs> that Johnny Wick. It's crazy how they've aged, but it's it's obviously been, what, 20 years since that first one? Something like that, or more? Oh, damn. Not to give too much away, but... That's sad. But The Matrix was a game changer, and I'm glad that my nephew is taking a look at it now, and experiencing it and hopefully he can get through them so you can watch it pretty soon that's the ultimate gnostic movie i'm sorry to go ahead and come back to gnosticism but i gotta tell you that's the ultimate gnostic movie maybe we can dissect that one one episode i have no problem with gnosticism man and i never knew that it was gnosticism until you really explained it to me mm-hmm. well i actually have somebody that i want to send you Ooh, and it's everything he says is fucking boom bro it's like Okay. Challenging the status quo and it's like breaking Pandora's box, you know, as far as the enlightenment. So. Oh, definitely send that over. I'm all with it, man. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Looking forward to that. Yes, sir. So I guess I should hit him with a fun fact. Yes, yeah, Cynic, it is that time. It's fun fact time. Play that motherfucking music. Ding, 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 ding. Do that. By the way, this afternoon I was uh, out on the terrace doing something on my son's bike. um, And the snow was like falling from the roof of the homes as 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 the temperatures were warming you know it started to slide down and then it would fall and like all my neighbors i would see the the snow falling down from the second floor bam and it would hit shit and i was 
I was fixing up doing something on the bike, half looking up to make sure I'm not gonna hit my head, you know, with with some fucking snowfall. So yeah, it's cold over here. Before you get into the fun fact, you're officially in the home. I mean, we talked about this with the people. Mm. How's that transition been, Cynic? I mean, you're in the new home right now. How's it feel, man? It's been a lot of goddamn work. And it doesn't matter how much you know beforehand that moving is a pain in the ass, that moving is a lot of work. When you actually get into it, it feels like it's never going to end. You probably forgot how moving was because you've been at your old apartment for so long. Yeah, you're right. I was there th- more 13 years we were in that apartment. The move is done. It was a lot of work, crazy amount of work. It's still not obviously completely done, but we are already settled and uh, we're happy. It's a, it takes some getting used to. Like you said, we lived in that other apartment 13 years. I'm still a little upset that you have to finish like building your attic. I think it's absurd. But I've seen the progress you guys have made. I see you guys settling in. And I'm really happy for, for all of you guys, man. So congrats. Thanks, bro. New homeowners. Thank man. you. That's awesome. Thank you much. Yes, sir. All right, man. Hit us with that fun fact, baby. What you okay, got? Okay, fun fact. December 7, 1941, you may have heard the date before, that was the day that the Japanese attacked the Americans at Pearl Harbor. Harbor. Yes, sir. Today's fun fact, however, is something that's probably a little less known. The Japanese were not the ones to take the first shot on that day. Okay. It turns out that sometime around 3, 4 in the morning, there was a uh, United States battleship i think it was called the uss ward was out kind of patrolling Mm -hmm. when they got notice from a a minesweeper that they had picked up a signal of a what looked like a submarine so they went ahead and investigated took them a while to find this thing because the japanese had these little subs back then called midget subs like tiny little one-man things yeah um they finally found it like a couple hours later they dropped depth charges and actually sunk hit it and sunk it and they communicated this back to command uh over in pearl harbor so the u.s did that to the japanese the u.s did that to the japanese and that was officially the first shot fired the first shot in the in the fight you know between japanese and americans Mm. it's just that when it was reported there had been so many similar reports before and fake reports before that no one really took it all that serious. And because the, the the submarine sank to the bottom, there was no actual proof that this had happened. And actually, they didn't have any proof until the submarine was found, get this, in 2002. In 2002, the they actually here. found the sub and then they, it proved the, the communication that was sent um, that they had encountered the sub and they had sunk it. Maybe if they would have taken it serious, they would have been a little better prepared. Maybe, maybe not. But um, that happened hours before the Japanese started their uh, their attack on, on the base. So there's your fun fact. So you're telling me the Japanese was obviously aware that we took out one of their mini subs and that's why they retaliated. No, no. The Japanese didn't even know that we took out the mini sub. Probably they may have known, but it didn't. It's not the reason they attacked. They were going to attack either way. That's what I was about to say, bro. Like, we take out one of your mini subs, you're going to go bomb Pearl Harbor? No, no, no. That was going to happen either way. It just so happens that that submarine was, let's say, caught. Mm. And because everyone thinks of Pearl Harbor as just as the day the Japanese started the war with, with America, everyone thinks by firing the first shots on, mm-hmm. on the base. I'm just saying that technically the first shot was the Americans by sinking that submarine. Well, I don't want to say one for the good guys, but... nah lives were lost man lives were lost i hear 2002 and i think about where i was in that time anytime you know like it's in my time frame man damn i was in high school when that happened when they found that mini sub obviously not when pearl harbor happened we're not that mature but to think that it from when was pearl harbor in the 40s 41 41 come on son give me that i'm all my shit baby so from the 40s to 2002 (laughs) to think that like how many of those other things that are still out there that we haven't discovered yet right Mm -hmm. after the fact that we thought the history went one way and actually it was completely different and the only people that know it are the people that were there right 
pretty can cool. you imagine what the ocean floor would looks like like if you just could take all the water out of all the oceans and just look at what's down there that would be freaking crazy i'm talking like i mean we we can't really fathom how many ships have sunk remember before modern transportation everything was done via ship wooden ships yeah yeah how many ships uh <laughs> shipwrecks and insane who knows what littered all over the, the 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 floor of all the oceans in the world it's crazy this is why i love our format all right <laughs> this is why i love our format because i'm going to go to something here that i would have never gone to without you saying what you just said and i think okay. it's great that i'm going to bring it to the mic because it's a really interesting way to look at things and i think you're going to enjoy it so there's this new show on national geographic um exploring earth with will smith i think is something earth with will smith it's a new one if you go on that geo if you have the the freaking app. Uh, I think it's a Disney app that has that Nat Geo channel and a Discovery as well might have it. You'll see it because it's one of the ones they're promoting now. And I and I can't take credit for this. This is something that I heard from somebody else. So I want to state that. I don't know the person to give him credit, but this is not my thought. Okay. I'm just going to bring it to you and see what you think. There's a scene in that, I think in the second episode, because they're exploring the different parts of the earth, right? And, but this in this episode, they're in the actual water. So they get into this man-made submarine that takes them to depths that typically man wouldn't be able to go. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they're able to survive because they're in this pressurized cabin, right? That's keeping them alive. Because mm-hmm. typically, if for example, if they were in scuba gear, they would be crushed by the pressure. That's how deep right. they are. Right. So deep that light doesn't even reach down there, doesn't penetrate. You have a lot of fish down there that most of them are blind because they don't need to see. Right? Mm-hmm. So they realized that if they went ahead and shine this ultraviolet light at what was down there, they would have a chemical reaction with the fish. So think about it. They shut all the lights off in the summary. Think about the, the summary having headlights, right? And they go, all right, we'll watch this. They shut off all the lights. It's pitch black. And then everything comes to life, bro. These beautiful the, when colors. When they turned on the ultraviolet lights. When they turned off. Because they were getting charged by the submarine's light. Oh. So once we shut off the lights and everything goes dark for about two seconds, boom, everything blooms. And you see these beautiful neon colors, man. It's it's amazing. Oh, because they're creating their own light, the bioluminescence. Bioluminescence, exactly. Uh. And it's all charged from the artificial light that we're providing. But the, the concept is, is like the fish are going through something that they've never experienced before. Because there's usually never light down there. We know that there's that reaction, right? But they're, they're not aware of it. And that's the whole alien concept. What if it's deeper? What if our world were those fish, right? And then something comes that's out of our comprehension. Yeah. They don't even know that there's life above that water. All they know is what they experience. But then something comes from, from up above to explore. And all of a sudden, like, are we UFOs to those fishes? That's super cool. That's a that's really cool. interesting way to look at it, right? Because yeah. that is their world, man. So to, to put the parallel to us, like, this is our world. That's This is all that we can fathom or see. But what if we're just on one plane, man? It's deeper than that. And when somebody comes exploring and we can't explain it, we fucking freak out. We think that they're trying to take over and they're just trying to, to get to know us. Mm. Man, powerful yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Beautiful images. Go over to the to the Instagram. I'll give you some pictures of what that scene was like. If you haven't seen it, take a chance to see it. I recommend you see it as well. And then I'll send you the video and I'll post a video as well of the person that originally had that, that angle on it, which I thought was very, very fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And well, I'll make sure to give it credit for that as well. But yeah, man, very, very deep stuff when you think of it. We know how big space is, man. I love having those thought experiments like that. It's so cool. because Exactly. Now you mentioned space. And I thought, imagine being one of those animals. You might as well be in space. It's pitch black. It's pitch black, bro. So they can't see anything. Even right? in the daytime, it's so deep that the light doesn't reach down there. So it's always black. It's always dark. And like fish, which which they basically are, but like like fish that are that are in, let's say at at normal uh, depths, you know, they the fact that they spend their lives, they're born and they spend their whole lives in water. They know no other medium, right? Exactly. So if you're in space. You don't know what an atmosphere is. You don't. You know, if you're born into that, it's, it's they could, for all intents and purposes, be in space. That's what I'm trying to say. They're in a medium. It's all they know. It's pure black. You know, pure um, darkness. And like you said, here comes this UFO-looking thing with lights, and <laughs> all of a sudden you can see stuff. Who knows what they can see? Because they, if they even have eyes, they probably can't see very well. It probably just looks like a a blurry mess. That's crazy. I'm trying to actually see, man, if I can find the little clip for you. 
Okay, yeah, this is it. So you, I'm going to tell you, fast forward to 45 seconds. Because okay. it's a trailer, but it'll be real quick. And you'll be able to see it for yourself. And then we'll be able to move on. Okay, I'm watching it now. Isn't that beautiful for one, man? Yeah. The yeah. reaction, right? Hey, that's really cool that he's doing that. He's awesome, bro. He's like he's he's like a Jim Carrey. He's like a Keanu Reeves. Like, I mean, for me, like Jim and Keanu are like a little more wholesome. Will not Will's not bad, but I think they're more like in tune spiritually. I guess I would say. But mm-hmm. I, again, man, Will Will I rock with Will? I fuck with him since Fresh Prince, so I'm really proud of him and his uh, development. Yeah, I'm going to definitely look for it. You I have don't to. have National Geographic here, so I have to look for some bootleg shit, but I'll find but it. But I can, if you can get the app, I'll give you my password, bro, and just, you can, I'm, I'm not going to charge you for it. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. That any, could work. Any apps, bro, I have every app, so if you want all of them, I'll, I really would give you all of them. I don't I don't care about that. Just let me know. Cool. All right, man. So that's, uh, that's a little mindfuck, man. What if, what if we're those fish, right? You never know. It gets deep. Remember that video I sent you, right, where it zooms out? And it starts on a person, and then it goes out to Earth, and then it goes out yep. to, you know, our, our Milky Way, then our galaxy, and then you see fucking thousands of other galaxies. Come on, man. You're going to tell me that there's not, that we're fucking alone out here? Get the fuck out of here, bro. Get out of here. Aliens are real. Maybe we're the <laughs> fucking aliens, huh? No stone unturned. Starting the new year off with a bang. The sad, the sad fact is that if we use that, ana- if we continue that analogy, those fish that live down there, not only would they never make it to the surface, they physically would die if they would go any, you know, beyond a certain depth. So, like, much like, like that, us. Like we'll us. never see what's beyond. But here's, here's where we have a variable. We have the intelligence. We are the alpha species. We can create. Yeah, okay. We, we can create a vessel that can take us to the... Because we can already get to space. And without the protection of the technology around us, we would die. Right? Just like going down that deep is the technology, the intelligence of our species that's allow us to go. So I think that's our advantage when you compare us to fish. Right? We have the intelligence factor. Yeah. But to a certain extent, because I mean, no matter what, I don't think we're ever going to be able to build something that's going to take us out of this galaxy. That's the thing. Eventually, we reach the limit of our lifespans. So that would have to be the next big invention you know and you find that already in a lot of films and and shows right where they go into some kind of stasis call it cryo sleep call it whatever some way to extend a human lifespan because it's so far everything is so far like you would never make it in a lifetime beyond you know yeah what is an average human life it actually doesn't matter because <laughs> you can't be 70 or 80 years old out there. So whatever the light on average lifespan is. So, yeah. To give people an idea, when we talk about distance in space, it gets to a point where we talk about years and light years. So it's not necessarily a mile, right? It's no, it'll take this amount of years. So when Cynic talks about that, that's what he means. Like there's certain things that are, it'll take a hundred years to get there <laughs> because it's so far. And when you could look at the lifespan of a human being, most of us don't get to a hundred. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's actually, you're right. And, and if you really get into it, it's, it's much, much more depressing because <laughs> what, you, what you're talking about is light years. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about light years, it's how far light can travel in a year. Which light travels a lot faster than us. Light travels 186,000 miles per second. Yes, yes, yes. So forget about it, folks. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. We're just going to be those fish that are going to have to exist in our plane and just understand that some things are not for us to comprehend or explore. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe very, very far in the future, our ancestors would have uh, figured something out. We have to. Um, our ancestors? No. Is that the right word? Ancestors are in the ancestors past. Ancestors would be in the past, but yeah. Our future selves. It's like the wormhole concept, right? You take a piece of paper. If it's flat, the distance from one edge to the paper to the other end is a lot further. But if you're able to fold the paper, cut a hole through it, you can get to that distance and create that shortcut. If we're able to do something like that, that's the only way I see us really, really explore that. And it'd be feasible mm-hmm. because if not, it's just there's no way. Like we talk about the distance and the amount of time, it, there's just no no possible way. With the exception that we create a ship that travels faster than light, 
and the G's don't disintegrate the human body, right? I don't. Yeah. You don't explode because you're going so fast. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yo, real quick. I know you didn't want to touch on it too much, but just for the sake of updating our people, Ahmad, the Ahmad Aubrey. And I don't. Oh. Is it Arberry or Aubrey? I don't want to mispronounce the guy's name. I think name. it's Aubrey. Ar- Aubrey. Aubrey is what I always heard anyway. And we'll just kiss it and move on. Uh, the people did good life. I know we talked about it. We wanted to yeah. see how that was going to turn out. Was the system going to just give them a slap on the wrist? Yada, yada, yada. Seemed like they got a good judge. The judge was not was not having it. And um, all three of them, life sentences. I don't know if they have parole or not. Forgive me for not having all the details. But for anybody who doesn't know, just wanted to update you. And we can move on. Yeah. It was good that it finally worked out uh, in the favor of the if you can say it that way, of the victim. Hey, it's good that justice prevailed. Yeah. That's it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's the part of the system. That's the part. You want you want justice to ultimately hold the right people accountable. Yo. Talk to me, baby. There was something that you sent me that I was totally shocked by. I don't know why I was shocked, because it's China, and China is always, you know, <laughs> doing, doing shit. shit. Yeah, beyond the... the the reasonable, but like they have some city called Xi'an or Xi'an, I don't know how to pronounce it, mm-hmm. that's apparently in lockdown because they're currently experiencing like a heavy COVID outbreak. Mm-hmm. Chinese virus. You know how many people are on lockdown? China. China. <laughs> China. 13 million, bro. 13 million. And because they're in lockdown, or they've been in lockdown. Apparently, they've had. They're starting to have trouble getting food, food resources, and supplies. supplies. Exactly. Yeah. So they're starting to barter things for food, like amongst each other. Obviously, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So if someone has a bit for extra head of lettuce, you know, they'll give them their, their Nintendo Switch for an, or whatever. Like it's insane this is real life people this is happening in parts of the world outside of the bubble that we live in this is real fucking life this is not a movie and that kind of shit happens in china because like i said everything over there is extreme it's big like there's so many people you know this is this would be like the equivalent of a i don't know i'm gonna just exaggerate maybe but like a u.s county being on lockdown or something (laughs) this is like a whole goddamn city of 13 million people and uh for them it's like yeah that's all right they'll be fine they'll be fine (laughs) We're feeling China's decisions in my neighborhood. They actually no longer are picking up the recycling. I can't confirm or deny whether or not this is the reason, but I'm very disappointed to tell you that as of January 1st, we are no longer recycling in my neighborhood, right? So in my home, I have a blue bin for recycling that they come by Friday mornings and I have a green bin for trash that they come by Tuesday morning and Friday morning, right? Two times for trash, one time for recycle a week. They're no longer recycling here in in, uh, in my county or in my part of Broward County. And that really upsets me. I So I talked to my neighbor about it. He's like, I got the inside scoop. I'm like, talk to me. What's up? He's like, it's the Chinese, man. What, what do you mean? He's like, they stopped buying up our recycling. They stopped buying up our recycling. So since they don't want it and we can't make a dollar on it, what do you think is going to happen there, Frank? And I said, no fucking way. So I don't want to say that this is truth out of respect for integrity of the show and the responsibility we have with the platform. All right, this is a theory, but it's one that I think, you know, we should consider. And what upsets me is we should be recycling for the good that it does to the planet to lessen our carbon footprint, understanding that there is a big issue with, with waste and we mismanage it a lot of the times. We should recycle because we want a healthy environment for our kids, right? The recycling or not recycling won't affect us this lifetime, but we have to think selflessly. Those are the things that should be driving recycling. That's why I'm passionate about it. But here in the States, if we can't make a... It's assuming that's true. I'm pretty sure it is. Because China's not buying it no more. Then if we can't make a dollar off of it, well, we don't got no more business. Well, we're not recycling. Well, that shouldn't have been the reason that we were recycling in the first place. It shouldn't have been because China wanted it. It should have been for those other things. Yeah. And it's it's disheartening. And um, it sucks. It really does. Man. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that it is the case uh, because I, I remember hearing about it in the news some months back. Actually, Trump was still in president when when I first heard it, about was, it. This was yes, mm-hmm. and uh, I was I'm just a little surprised that it took that long to trickle down. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the case, and and that is one example uh, because there are a lot of other examples of places. I'm thinking it's I can't think of the country right now. It's not China, but it's another country somewhere in Asia that also same situation. Or was it maybe it was was it India? It was another country, for sure. <laughs> and um, they also were talking about 
putting a stop to accepting like these plastic bottles or whatever from wherever. It may have been from Europe. It may have been from the U.S. Hmm. Because the problem is that these things, they, they go to these countries. That, that's the thing. Like you, you recycle and you think, okay, I'm doing a good deed. I've done my job. I put hmm. it in the right bin. Done. Yep. But then it goes and ends up in some third world country mm-hmm. where they're overflowing with this waste. They have so much of it, they can barely re- recycle it. And some of it they cannot recycle. Because it's not properly rinsed and maintained beforehand. So it ends up piling up. The stuff they do recycle, sometimes also that process produces its own waste. You know, So the people that live around those areas, they're like drowning in waste both from the recycling itself, from the stuff that can't be recycled. And it's just, it's all that stuff that you never see. <laughs> Cynic is when you say that, I, am, I, am I following correctly? We're in the sense where we're basically paying these third world countries to take our trash. So we we're basically saying, hey, we'll give you money, take this shit. And basically. they do have ways to process it there, but they're getting so much of it that it's just backpiling, right? Is what you're saying. And we're just mm-hmm. fucking dumping mm-hmm. it somewhere else, right? Okay, cool. Just yeah. wanted to make sure. That sounds like the US, baby. Is that worldwide or is that just um, my great nation? No, I think there are European countries that are also guilty of that. Oh, your hands are dirty too, Cynic. What do you know? No. What do you know? It's a sad truth. Speaking about plastics, we shared an article uh, earlier this week, uh, the French banning plastic on packaging for fruit and vegetables. Now, this is a good change, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is pretty good, right? Where cucumbers, lemons, oranges, among 30 other varieties, banned from being wrapped in plastic. Larger packs as well as chopped or processed fruit will be exempt. Their move here is to try to get, um, it says President Emmanuel Macron called the ban a real revolution and said it showed the country's commitment to phase out single-use plastics by 2040. If you get a bottle of orange juice, if you get a bottle of water, single-use plastic, right? That's what they're referring to. They want to start with vegetables, but ultimately get to a place where 2040, hopefully, plastic isn't anything that they consume. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty awesome for more than one reason. But how do you feel about that, man? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, how are they wrapping those vegetables, I guess? What are they using as an alternative is my first question. But I think the direction that they're taking is is amazing. Great. Well, I can tell you how we do it here. Um, Paper bags? Here, I don't think I don't think there's a ban on it, like a, like a legal... I don't think they went as far as France, but mm. I could be wrong. It also could be different state to state here so that's the other thing kind of like over there what we do is when we go to supermarket we have there were just a few cents Uh, it's like it's a bag but it looks kind of like a net Mm. yeah and so you put your stuff in there and and then you don't need their plastic bags Mm -hmm. i've seen it um and it's a reusable thing right so you you know we just take it to the supermarket every time that's awesome and we have for the actual groceries themselves also these sort of reusable bags and we have a so like a collapsible box yeah that like a plastic made box. out of plastic yeah it is made out of plastic it is made out of plastic but we reuse it so it's not like we're throwing it you're away you're still lessening it yeah, yeah yeah for sure that's awesome so we haven't used plastic shopping bags here in years yeah and we never used paper because i always thought paper was stupid for those of you that don't know, Aldi is a German supermarket. For us here stateside, especially down here in South Florida, we know that we have several Aldis. That's why when you go into Aldi, you have to bring in your own bags because being that it's a German supermarket, they adapt to the way they do things where the, the store originated. Yeah. And for a lot of people, the first time they go to Aldi, they're mindfuck because they're like, what do you mean you don't have plastic bags? Cocky American checking in two o'clock on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. They don't understand why. And, and that's why it's because Aldi which a lot of us do love, you know, a lot of people down here know know the chain and, and enjoy it. Yeah, it comes from Germany, and that's the way they do things there, man. So another fun fact. That's pretty cool that... Uh, they didn't conform. They said, we're <laughs> going to do it the German way. That's Otto. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, another fun fact. Aldi is, uh, we call it Aldi. Oh, we say Aldi here. <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, just, let's just get that out of the way right now. America. <laughs> <laughs> that chain is actually, was, was started by two brothers. Really? And no um, one of them runs here in Germany. One of them is, let's say, in charge or runs the all the Aldis in the north of the country. Mm. And uh, I live obviously in the north. So the, the, the Aldi that we go to, the, the logo is slightly different from what you guys have over there because your guys' Aldi is based on the Aldi from the south, ah. which is run by the other brother. And I guess, I guess, I don't know if he decided to do that on his own or whatever but i like that brother thank you there you go hey the wine you guys got a little wine selection it's like there's an owl on it 
I'm telling you, you go to the wine section and I'm gonna say how we say it, Aldi. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like $3 for this. Aldi. <laughs> Aldi. <laughs> America. It's like $3 for a little bottle of Pinot Grigio, and you're not getting boxed wine. The wine is fire. All right? for <laughs> This is how I survived during hurricanes, dude. Aldi fucking wine. It's fucking peanuts. It's decent quality for, for what you're paying for it. And yeah, I mean, you can't you can't beat that when you got to stock up. One time for Aldi. <laughs> That's our supermarket. That's where we go shopping. Yeah, man. You saw that that drone uh, video that I sent you? That fake video? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's not fake. That's just fake as fuck. Oh Come on, God, man. <laughs> how is it fake? I love how exasperated you get when I say shit is fake. <laughs> because that was my response when I read your message. I was like, "Oh my gosh, how is it fake, bro? How is it fake? Come on, man. You saw how shit that shit moved? No drone, no com- commercially." purchasable drone is going to move that fast why do you think why do you think that you can buy that at walmart so someone from the the department of defense maybe working at darpa took a cell phone a grainy ass cell phone shot with their friends drinking beers and you know uh, after work (laughs) to show this high tech no one has ever seen before drone that supposedly moves 200 miles per hour kilometers an hour oh oh, my bad kilometers (laughs) okay that's a difference. Let me tell you something. All right, maybe it's true. Maybe it's real. Let me t- let me tell you something. I'm gonna put the video up. Okay. You make your own assessment. I think it's is legit. It's fluff. I think it's it's uh it's the future. I see that there's gonna be a point in time where drones are just gonna be floating around, and some of them are gonna be really high up where you can't hear them because it's gonna get to a point where they're gonna be silent. So it's gonna be above you, and you very seldomly look up. And they'll just be monitoring you. And when you do something like you pee on that, you know, freaking stop sign, leaving that bar is going to come down. Citation, public indecency. (laughs) And that type of shit, that type of speed, I think is going to be what people are going to be trying to run from (laughs) when it comes down to it. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck with that. Exactly. That's where I see. When I see that, it's like that's where that shit is going as far as drone technology. And I do believe it's real. Cynic doesn't, but we're not no, surprised. Maybe it is. You know, I, I, realize, I realize now, though, why I have a problem with it. It's because it's a five-second clip on Instagram. That's why I don't like it. You, it's got no context. It's got no... No, wait. Hold on. It's got no references. It's got no context. It's got nothing. You have to understand that there's a new way of sharing information. Cynic. I don't care, bro. And not everything's going to come to you in your Sunday paper, bro. All right? I'm not going to do you it. You always bust my balls over the source. I send you something that's mind-blowing. <laughs> That can be fucking verified on any search engine you would want. And you're like, where'd you get it from? Facebook? Like, <laughs> what, what, what are we talking about? This is going for BBC News, bro. Like, let's look at the source. It doesn't matter exactly. where I got it from. When it's BBC, when it's BBC I'm calm. I'm, no, I'm good. But everything I'm... I send you is credible. I never send you Ricky's, you know, idea. I never send you anything that it, that I can't confirm the hold source. On, hold on, hold on. Nah. Hold on, hold on. Nah. Hold on, hold on. Give me one example, Bobby. We can pause it right now. We can do the edit. Whatever, whatever. You give me one example of something I send you that's not credible. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't make a recording of it, but there was definitely some shit you sent me <laughs> well, before look, in the past. There was look, sometimes I'll, I'll highly, highly questionable. Sometimes I think what you're talking about is like the UFO things that I've sent you. That you're like, uh, <laughs> maybe shit like that. But Same that's thing? from a, like if that's from a person's cell phone, then you have to take that at face value. I'm not saying that this is coming from ABC News. If somebody's recording on their cell phone, I'm just sharing the information with you. That's all. Not everything's gonna come from CNN, bro. So what's I can do? Nah, man, I can't do it, man. I can't know. do it. We're off screwed. I can't do it. We're off screwed, man. I don't know who this combat Learjet dude is and why he's. Nah, <laughs> I can't do it. That's a page that I get a lot of my plane videos from, and that's why the drone is on there because it's a flying instrument, I guess. Right. So did you click and see if he had a description of like anything? Where is it from? But you have to understand that as that page, sometimes they'll send him things. And if he thinks it's cool enough as content, he'll go ahead and use it. Oh, so now we're talking third, fourth, fifth party. But he's just sharing the... the <laughs> this I know. Oh, my God. I know, but I'm oh saying... Again. You don't think the source of any of these things is important. And I'm telling you, it is. Especially in these days, it's important. Yeah, that's basic, That's all he put. Damn, this thing, that's, this thing that's can move it. Irresponsible. And he put, that's irresponsible. But he's putting where it came from. All right, so look. It comes from Trinks. And I'm going to send you the screenshot. And I'm going to go ahead and now I'm going to investigate who the fuck is Trinks. Give me a second. All right. So Trinks is a drone pilot. Trinks has a whole page. Oh, let's see what else Trinks got here. Let me see. 
Yep, it's real. I'm gonna send you another one. Here we go. <laughs> Here we fucking go. I love it. What you do is you know it's coming from. Bro, it just takes. You can look at the video and take it at face value and know if you're getting bamboozled or not. No, you can't. No, you can't. Oh my god. If it's real, then I will acknowledge it and all good. Get the but fuck if, out of here. but I will not I will not accept it on face value. Absolutely not. No, no, not what they're trying to sell you. What you how you experience it. So they can say this is real. You can look at it and think it's bullshit. That's fine. But you make that assessment when you look at the video. Yeah. Because they're always going to try to sell you something. Yeah. And you, I can tell with the video that the first video that I sent you, that that shit was legit. Oh, so you're telling me your highly trained eyes could tell that this is a legit. <laughs> and I say that as I posted some other, they made this thing of Mike Tyson, right? They put Mike Tyson on a midget's face. And this midget is dancing. I posted it on my social media. And it's so creepy because it really looks like, it even got Mike Tyson's facial expressions. Like the midget's supposed to look back. Mike is looking back and i'm like what's scary about this is that they're already doing this if they can have the technology where they can go ahead and put mics on this mike's face on this midget's body and make it look like it's mike tyson what else are they going to be able to do how are we going to be able to judge what's real or what's not moving forward because right now i trust my eyes just like in that video where i say no i can look at something and see if it's bullshit but if i look but i look at but i can't when i think about that video so I understand the technology is there to fool us if they really want to go out of their way. But I just sent you another video of my guy. I don't know if you took a look at it. No, no, I, I see them. I see. Oh, them. they're still fake though. No. Same baby. You same. <laughs> Let's go through this one more goddamn time. I know what you mean, but I'm saying you got to look at the video and, and, well, and see. Okay, bro, okay, like... fine, fine. I looked at the video. I could it could have gone either way, and I just made an assumption because it was on Instagram. Okay, <laughs> fine, fine. However, but let me <laughs> let you. me let me use Thank your example, you. the Mike Tyson thing. Okay, now tell me what happens when one of these, what generation is it right now? Gen X? What is it? What are they called? These young pups. What happens when one of them who doesn't even know who Mike Tyson (laughs) is looks at that and they're going to think, oh, that's Mike Tyson. And then they might talk to someone who does and they'll sound stupid when they're like, Mike Tyson, yeah, it's that little midget guy. No, bro. No, it isn't. You see what I'm saying? You can't just take shit for face value. No, I think that you can... You can make your assessment at the time that you're presented with whether or not you should take it at face value. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying to blindly trust it, but I think that you can look at it and be like... Yeah, and then you're going to be 50-50. Except if it's that Mike Tyson video. (laughs) Because if I didn't know who Mike Tyson was, I would think he was a midget. (laughs) Full circle, baby. Uh, On that note, peace out, midget bitches. Let's get the fuck out of here, midget bitches. All right, so I got a quote for us, man. Do that. Is the title going to be Midget Bitches? It's going to be midget No, we can't bitches. say that. That's not politically correct. We can't say midget. We got to say little people. Um, do they appreciate that better? Or what? what is the problem? Yeah, yeah. midget is like calling a gay person a F-A-G. A fag. You know, the British say fag for cigarettes, right? Well, listen, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not the one saying it. I'm just, you know, in, in band, one time at band camp, when um back, I mean, not something that I ever allowed my kids to do, but back when I was in school, back in my day, when we we're traveling from one place to another, we all, we always travel in a straight line, right? And we travel and stuff. And there's times where two groups will be passing each other and we'll go, bum, bum, bum. And bum, bum, bum is F-A-G. <laughs> so we're actually calling him a fag wow. by playing a bum, bum, bum. And then we'll keep going. Which is, again, if any of my kids played at that time, you're getting chewed out. We were fucking Mavericks back then. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, man. That's cool really... Uh, it's clever. clever. Exactly, it's exactly. Clever. Yeah. It's a very tasteful way to be uh, discriminatory. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing for me, and it's like the N-word, right? I, I, I really have gone away from using that word, even though sometimes it still comes out. <laughs> To be honest, but it's like the way I use it now is maybe like a, I would say a eight percent usage versus like eighty percent usage when I was younger, right? And I've just evolved, and I'm an adult, and then I realize that it's you know even though it's normal to me, it doesn't mean that it's it's normal for everybody. But the A and the ER right have a big yeah yeah for sure for me right. I'll call I say I'll use it with an A, and I'll be I can very well be calling person of like of a light complexion because for me it's not a racial thing it's like just saying dog or bro or whatever mm-hmm. right but obviously if now there's an er which i would never exactly. use exactly never used um but if somebody uses it with the er context now it's, it's a night and day a different story no pun and for intended me, with that word is very 
And for me, that word is very similar. Like, we grew up using it with our friends, not trying to be disrespectful. Even though it is degrading and we're trying to degrade them, right? The purpose that we use it was to take, strip their manhood away. And that was a huge thing, right? Like, calling a, a straight man. Ah, uh, okay. I thought we were still talking about the N-word. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, I tried this and I said it, that's the same with, with the, okay, with the FAG it. thing. So it was kind of fucked up, but we did it in a joking manner. Um, but I just think now that word, I'm a lot more aware of it because I understand that it's used to degrade a certain sexual orientation. And I don't want to do that. So like, I stopped using it. <laughs> that's why even now I'm like FAG or bum, 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 because I, you know, I try not to. But yeah, I'm glad that you said it for the both of us. <laughs> I didn't say, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I did, I did say <laughs> What do you mean, fag? <laughs> that was only for demonstration purposes. <laughs> oh, man, it's like a tester for uh, for tester use only. All right, so um, I got a quote for us. We're going to get into it here. I think it's going to be more in line with the new year, right? Really want people to really think about the opportunity. And, and I want to say something about the new year before we get out of here, Sonic. Mm-hmm. All right. You're always going to have these people that are going to want to have something to say about you. Right. And I agree. I think the new me, new you shit is fucking played out. Right. I think that too many people say it because of the nostalgia that it brings to our brain, the idea of it. But we never really want to put that shit in motion. Right. We never want to hold ourselves accountable or do the work to get there. Just saying it at the beginning of the year is enough for us. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is the same way that I feel about people talking about what they want to do and what they want to accomplish. Like I feel... I feel for those people because just talking about it is enough for them. And I think that not only do you need to talk about it, but you need to pursue it, right? And that's across the board. But when it comes to like New Year's resolutions, don't let anybody piss on your parade, man. I think the New Year is a good opportunity to self-reflect and it's a good way to shift things if things aren't going in the right direction for you. You'll see online right around this time of the year, here we go with this New Year, New Me shit. (laughs) Don't let them discourage you, bro, you know? And with that being said, it doesn't mean that everything that you do for yourself, like if you tell yourself, well, you know what? I want to I want to be I want to be closer to my mom. I want to be closer to my family. I want to work out more. I want to be a better boyfriend. I want to be a better son. It doesn't mean you have to go and post it on social media. You can very well decide to pursue those things and not have to broadcast it for one. But if you choose to broadcast it, don't let anybody piss in your parade because it's always a good opportunity, I think, to to either look at things that could change or just be thankful. Right. Sometimes we've already done that work and it's not so much a transitional period for us, but it's like, man, like I'm just happy that I'm here. It's a good opportunity to look back, reflect and be thankful as well. So whatever it is for you, let it be that. But don't let nobody discourage you, man, from from growth. Right. And and personal fulfillment, man. Fuck these haters. All right. That's my TED talk. Thanks for coming. About to burst into flames. So much positivity. So here we go. You're like the devil emoji. (laughs) (laughs) So the quote for this episode is, you are being presented with two choices, evolve or repeat. Anonymous. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. That's good. I like that. So for anybody that needs to hear that, man, yeah, let that sink in. Don't let people piss on your parade. Do the work. And I hope that that helps somebody. That's the quote, baby. Thanks for that. Yes, sir. All righty. Good first one back, man. We talked a little bit of this. We talked a little bit of that. Yeah. We addressed some things from from previous episode. We gave people a life update on you. It's been good, man. Lots to catch up on. Yeah. Nice first start to 2022. And you burst it into flames towards the end of the episode. Thanks for joining (laughs) us, guys. No stone unturned. It's your boy, Frank Cynic. Yes, sir. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll catch y'all next time. Same time, same place, same channel. Yes, sir. Chugity choos. Peace.
You know how many people are on lockdown? China. China. <laughs> China. <laughs> Peace out, midget bitches.